All right, Emily. So since we talked last Thursday, what has happened with the strike on the picket line and at the bargaining table? Yeah, so we talked last Thursday, and then last Friday night was the most recent bargaining session between UC and the UAW grad student unions, um, so the Union for TAs, Tutors, and Readers, which is UAW 2865, and SRU, Student Researchers United, which is the Union for Student Researchers. I guess first to say, UC called this bargaining at midnight on Friday with like 10 minutes notice. And so even though it was midnight on Friday night, we maxed out the Zoom room again. Like there was 10 minute notice, the links got shared around and like we maxed out the Zoom room of workers who are watching bargaining. And at this bargaining session, UC made their latest counter offer. So we, I explained to you how our bargaining teams had made an offer to UC, a package. So it had basically all the remaining articles of the contract in it. And so UC didn't accept that package and was now making their own package proposal back to us. So it would be the package that closes out the rest of the articles that are currently being negotiated. And it was a bad offer. It was terrible. So I'll go through some of the things. I mean, wages is the biggest one. And UC had not made a counter offer on wages to us since before the strike. Um, so they had offered essentially a 7% increase the first year and then 3% each of the following years. That was their pre-strike offer. They came to the bargaining table Friday night and they offered 7.5% the first year and then a slightly higher percentage the, the next year and then 3% the last two years. So essentially after three weeks of striking, they added 0.5% increase in wages. And then in their package, they also had a lot of other things. So cutting the... Um, Childcare subsidies, which I want to correct, I misspoke last time, our initial stance, the union's initial stance was $6,000 per quarter, not per month. That would be a lot. Um, and then in, in the last counter offer, they cut it down to, I think, $3,300 per quarter, not per month. <laughs> $3,300 per month would be fantastic. So UC had cut the childcare subsidy down much more and then also had taken out things like NRST, which is the extra tuition that international students have to pay, which is like thousands and thousands of dollars a quarter. And it's just because they're international students, they have to pay extra to the university. And that's not fair. No one should pay the university to work for the university. So they took that out, meaning that international students would still have to pay that extra supplemental tuition. They took out kind of like the at least for SRU, the, the access needs article, which um, addresses disability and accommodations. And also they wanted to drop the housing article, which is the one about guaranteeing housing or working towards guaranteeing housing for, for grad students. So how does what UC brought to the table Friday night compare to what the bargaining team brought to the table on Wednesday night? Yeah, so the last UAW offer was basically 42 grand minimum per year for TAs and the lowest paid researchers. In that offer, they wanted to guarantee summer funding or summer jobs for PhD students. So that meant that grad students who are master's students would not have guaranteed appointments or undergrads who are part of our union would not have guaranteed summer jobs, but students who are in the PhD programs would. UC's counter offer then was the 7.5% annual increase, which for me, I'm, I'm at the standard TA rate um, because I'm in sociology. 
our department does not get enough funding to give us extra money. So some TAs in, say, like higher funded departments, like in the STEM side of campus, their department will give them extra money on top of what UC gives them so that they can make it by. But almost all humanities, social sciences do not get anything like that. So me, who's the base pay TA, gets about 23 grand per year before taxes, and UC's offer would take me up to slightly less than 25k per year before taxes. So I won't say no to 2,000 extra dollars, but that's not going to get anyone out of rent burden. That's not going to address anyone's housing insecurity, food insecurity. It'll just be like a tiny bit better. <laughs> so a big difference there, about $20,000 difference in the union's last offer and UC's last offer. When the bargaining table approached the UC on Wednesday, I know that that had some union members pretty upset because the demands were already lowered significantly. What has been the general reaction to now the UC's counteroffer that sounds like it's even lower or even more underwhelming? Yeah, like like you said, workers were very mad that the UAW bargaining team made all these concessions because UC had not made any concessions yet. So our bargaining team was like, maybe we'll make these concessions and then UC will come back with a better offer, seeing that we're trying, maybe they'll try. Clearly they didn't. And so I think kind of the sense of a lot of a lot of workers now is like, I told you so. The bargaining team was like, if we're nice to UC, UC will be nice back to us. And that's not true. <laughs> that did not happen at all. And even the bargaining team, they haven't officially announced, but my sense is from their communications and what I've heard is that they also think that this offer from UC is bad and they thought it would be better, but it wasn't. And has the bargaining team made any sort of response yet? Not yet. They've been having some internal meetings, um, but they haven't they haven't made a response or kind of scheduled bargaining with UC over over the big the big articles yet. I wanted to ask for a clarification about something from last week that I know some people listening asked for more clarification on to me about who is on the bargaining team, who represents the unions at the bargaining table, how the process works of them going to the table, why it seems to always be happening in the dead of night. Can you explain that at all? Yeah. For each union, there are two elected representatives from each campus. Like I said last week, those representatives are workers in the union, which ends up with about 20 people on the bargaining team for UAW 2865, the TA Tutor Reader Union, and I believe there's slightly more on the on the SRU bargaining team. However, since some of those people have been elected, they have finished grad school, but they refuse to resign. So they're still on the bargaining team. They're now being paid by UAW as staff members, but are no longer actually living under the contracts they're negotiating. They're not in grad school anymore. They're not working or they might be working like one tiny job, but they have finished grad school. That's kind of one issue is that there are UAW paid staff members who are on our bargaining team representing workers. But these are in theory supposed to be other grad student workers, other workers who are the representatives for the union. As to why they keep accepting UC's requests to bargain at midnight on a Friday night or something like that, or come to the table when they have 10 minutes notice, there's no reason they have to accept those things, but it seems that they think they should. 
essentially UC can reach out to our bargaining team and say, hey, we want to schedule bargaining, or we can reach out to UC and say, hey, we want to schedule bargaining. But there's no reason that if UC reaches out to us, like, they have to accept. They could be like, no, it's midnight on a Friday night. We're going to wait till tomorrow when we can sleep and then do this. But they seem to think that they shouldn't push back on UC, which is probably almost certainly a tactic that UC is using on purpose. Like, giving people 10 minutes notice midnight on a Friday night, they're doing that on purpose to, like, wear out our bargaining team and things like that. Now that the bargaining team is preparing to respond to the UC's offer... Do all of you, as those currently on strike, have any communication directly with the bargaining team? How are you able to voice your concerns or your requests or what you're all talking about on the picket line to the bargaining team? Yeah, so there's been a couple more positive changes in the last weekend. Before this, before yesterday, the bargaining team refused to send out surveys to all workers to get their input on what was happening. But as of yesterday, they recently just sent one out. I think that's because a lot of, like, there was a group of over 100 workers who got together and wrote their own survey and started circulating it through worker networks. And so I think that and some other things ended up pressuring the actual bargaining team to put out a survey and ask for people's opinions. But that lack of transparency and that lack of kind of communication two ways has been has been something that a lot of workers are upset about. There are kind of caucus meetings, so that's where just workers and the bargaining team meet, usually before, kind of like in the middle or after bargaining sessions, and some other kind of town hall things. But depending on the kind of political leaning of the bargaining team members at different campuses, a lot of those meetings, town halls, they're on Zoom and like chat's been disabled and you're not allowed to unmute yourself. So it's just the bargaining team talking to people and not actually hearing any responses back. So it's either you can submit a question and it's just a Q&A and they decide which questions to answer. So they don't answer all the questions. And it's been much different here on Santa Barbara. And I'm super grateful for that because our bargaining team members here at Santa Barbara are very, very supportive of rank and file, which means just workers who are not elected or paid staff. So the general group of workers, they're very supportive of us. They're fighting against a lot of these things that are happening on the bargaining team. And so we're the only campus, I believe, that since week one of the strike has been sending out a weekly poll to workers asking, like, how are you feeling? How comfortable are you continuing for another week? Is there anything you would like to tell the bargaining team members? Any feedback? But as far as I know, we're the only campus doing that. All right. I know that you brought your embroidery stuff over here today to go head to the picket line and give some embroidery lessons out. So I don't want to keep you for too long. But is there anything else you want to add that we didn't touch on? I don't think so. I think that's it. All right. Enjoy the sunshine out there. Thank you. Of course.